When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Hortons' new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply. From the fifth quarter studio in Madison, Wisconsin. Madison, Wisconsin. You're listening to the Five Minute Basketball Coaching Podcast with our host, Steve Collins. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Five Minute Basketball Coaching Podcast. Before we jump into today's topic, uh, first, we'd love if you'd go leave a five star review. We'd love those. But also, go over and check out teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Um, we tell our players every day to work on their craft. Well, I'm challenging you today to work on your craft. Come over. Let me mentor you in becoming a better basketball coach. Teachhoops.com for coaches who want to get better. Let's head off to the podcast. So, Coach, let's I, this drill the day that we talked about. We had some techno, technological issues. Um, let's talk about this drill of the day that, that, that we had talked about before. Um, so, if you could describe it to the listeners, it I mean, literally have it written down on a piece of paper. I'm going to do this like as soon as I get my guys back in a gym. But we love it. If you could explain it, it would be great. Yep, yep. So we, we call it three v three sideline. It's it's um, continuous three on three action. So you'll have two teams. Um, you, I mean, there's really no max number. So if you want to do this with 30 people, it's actually it, you'll get plenty of reps. Um, so obviously, you're, you're attacking one basket, you're defending the other basket. And so uh, it'll start in a three-on-three and a half court. Let's just say for argument's sake, it's red versus white, red on offense, white on defense. So um, the white team will also have two guys on the baseline underneath the basket out of bounds. And they'll have one player on the um, sideline out of bounds in the back court and then one in the front court. Okay. And so red will be attacking white. They'll play it out. Shot goes up make or miss you don't take it out so it's just if it, if it goes in you just immediately outlet it defensively and the red team actually has to decide if you're gonna if you're actually gonna crash and you don't get that that ball is going to get outletted up the floor really quick and it's going to be three on two for for a second okay so, so um and i have video i'm gonna i'm gonna send this to you guys via email shortly. okay and and so uh on the change of possession outlet it to the backcourt sideline to the front court sideline and then you play and so what happens is the three guys on red that just took the shot on the change of possession, they're sprinting back and they're the three defenders against three new offensive players on white. 
So obviously same setup on the red team. So now in their defensive basket, they have two guys underneath the, the basket on the baseline and they have on the right sideline, backcourt, right sideline, frontcourt. So that on that change of possession, they go. Now we do point value. So threes are three, twos are twos. If there's a foul at the rim, for me, it's an automatic bucket. So we're trying to encourage. Thank you. Oh my gosh. I found another coach that does that. Automatic. Automatic. Like any drill we ever do for a young coach, any drill we ever do, if you foul somebody, it's two points. Two points. There's no doubt. Because that's a, that's a, that's a, that's, that hurts us so badly when you foul like that. Yeah. 100%. And I just think a lot of coaches, young coaches, and I'll say this, I was probably guilty. You're apprehensive to pull the whistle as often as you should to call a foul. But if you don't do that, you create habits that are going to really hurt you in the game. And then you go to guys on the bench that have not played, which hurts you even further. Yep. And it's like, it's like so literally early in the season, I'll say, here's why that's a foul. Why weren't you bodying up? Why are you swinging? You know, I've had literally I've coached 30 years. I've coached, I don't even know how many professional basketball players, two NBA guys. I've had like three shot blockers, like three in my entire career. That like you're a shot blocker. The rest yeah. of you, who are you? Like, seriously, like <laughs> you don't want to play. Right. Right. <laughs> It's like, it's like no yeah that's you just, know and, and, it, and it's the act it's the act of that right that it's not necessarily it's it's you know like try to just try to alter the you know you don't have to if you take a violent swing even if you punch it it's probably a foul right because it's, it's what i teach my kids too if you are out of control you're not going to get the call like if you're trying to block the shot and it looks like you're looks like you're fouling they're going to call it it's the same thing with with a chart. If you look out of control, the official is going to call it. Yes. Um, the the player in control tends to get the call. It's the mathematical oh, yeah. part. There's no doubt about it. There's no doubt about it. And, I know. Part oh. of that drill that we talked about to just to keep it um, game like, like I mentioned, we we do the two second or even three second ball clock. So you obviously have to have a manager who's savvy enough to know. All right, on the all right, the ball hits somebody's hands, start the clock now, and it goes down from three to zero. So it forces guys to make quick decisions. And it's amazing how three seconds might not seem like a lot of time. It's a lot of time for you to decide on what you're gonna do. And basketball is a pace game, you know, and if you can't make decisions with pace, it's gonna be tough for you to play. You can't. It's like we were talking about before, you gotta be able to defend the ball. Um, awesome. That was great coach. Hey, I'm going to give, cause this was a mess up. I'm going to give a tidbit. I'm going to ask coach a question see how he responds. All right. Less nine seconds left. You're up three. Do you foul? Absolutely. Yes or not. No, no, no. Okay. Why? I think you, you put losing into the equation there now. Sorry. Do you have a foul to give? Oh, that's a good question. No, you don't have a foul to give. Okay. If you foul, they go to the free throw line. Right. No, I'll, I'll tell you why. Because uh, <laughs> you, you, put, you put losing in the equation there where guy, miss, guy makes his first free throw, you're up two, intentionally misses it, it goes to the player, kick out three, now you're down one. Now, is that low percentage? Absolutely. But you also stop the clock. So now it gives the other team maybe an extra possession. You know, they, they make two free throws, you inbound it, you get fouled. Now there's seven seconds left and you're in a similar situation, but now you're only up two. Okay. So I've always, I've always believed, and I, I, I've, we've talked about this a lot. I've had assistant coaches who were like, Hey, you're the head coach. I'm behind you, but I don't agree at all. And I know some coaches in our league are like adamant. 
and doing it. And actually, there was a league game that happened where made one, tip out, three, they lost. And that might have been for me. This was probably eight, nine years ago when I was a, it was a game. We were not involved in it, but I'm like, I want nothing to do with that. You had nothing to do with it. All right. I, that, I, I've never asked that question of any coach in 800. I'm, I'm adding it to my list of questions Good. because I think it's one of those things that it's like um, the chicken or the egg. Like you can have shot clock, no shot clock in high school. It's like one of those questions um, that I think I will get good discussion. So I think that's great. Sports Social Podcast Network.